Welcome back to System and Trivia, the podcast where we, for some reason, start counting more slowly as the numbers get smaller. This is Brent. I'm hiding my nuts. <laughs> Jay Don Zabroni. That was Peyton. Oh my gosh. Okay. 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 Serious, serious time. I serious am a time. squirrel, and so I am hiding my nuts for winter. Uh huh. It's not winter time, you. Technically, weapon. if you're wearing any sort of pants or undergarments, you are already hiding your nuts. That it just blow your mind, Jayfon? What if you don't have nuts and you're wearing pants anyway? Are you still hiding said nuts? No, because there's nothing this to is hide. A question for the, this is a question to represent all the females out there who have no nuts there. Well, there's nothing to hide then. I mean, I guess you can have metaphorical nuts. They, but you, you gotta hide those with clothing anyways. You hide the labias. You gotta the hide the labias. What? But that's not nuts. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so tonight we'll be discussing scaling. Both scaling up and scaling down. Because you don't hear about that all that often at all. Not so, nearly enough. Yeah, so that's what we'll be doing tonight. Jathan had Jathan suggested it. It was a pretty good topic because you never hear anyone talk about it, right? Yeah, I mean, we talk a lot about scaling up. Uh, maybe not a lot, but a fair bit. But we never talk about bit. scaling back down. No, which well, is nobody hard. else does either. But it's something that inevitably we all have to do at some point. Yeah, for some reason. Or hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'll touch on that in a little bit. Yeah, maybe not all of us, but. I would say a significant number. Okay. 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 Okie dokie then. Do we have any bants? I feel we banted so much before. Well, I was having a problem, and then Brent was having a problem, and then our problem. Are you gonna Are you gonna print out uh, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic nude models with your 3D printer? No. He is going to. Absolutely. Now you ruined my 15 clams. That was. Womp, womp. It was about my printer, what? man. We're gonna talk about printing naked. I was uh, just gonna talk things. about my 3D printer. You ruined Actually, it. You can still, you can still talk about it. Just don't talk about the naked versions. Yeah, I hate it here. <laughs> you don't. How am I supposed stuff. to know? I love how like I just. This is not the first time I've just stumbled upon your clams. Don't touch anything anymore. <laughs> Or like, don't your clams. leave your clams in the open if you don't. Yeah, don't oh, have you guys seen the season five? Free. Season five premiere of Rick and Morty. If you, if you were to wearing your pants, clams, you could hide your clams. Have you, you your clams seen the season premiere of Rick and Morty? <laughs> for yeah. our lady listeners, that's it is how. On, that's what you wear pants for. You hide wear, your clams. Wear pants to hide your clams. It is on yeah. YouTube for free. It's okay, on. What does that have to do? Are you banting? I can't. I'm just asking you a question. Are you a Are you an Adult Swim shill, Jathan? Are you hired to advertise on our show for Adult Swim? Adult show. What? 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 Fuck! Are you talking about? (laughs) Shilling Adult Swim shows on our show. I'm not in anybody's pocket. Big TV is not for me. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, it is because you're over here. No, no. For Rick and Morty. That's one show that I enjoy. Am I allowed to have Uh, one? No. no. Absolutely not. Not well, even Archer. Misery for you because it loves company. Jesus. <laughs> okay. But do you guys want to get rolling or do you have more bands? I got bands? no bands. No, just I'm move on. You, you guys are pissing me off. Okay. okay. What are you drinking, you... Brent? No, no, he doesn't Jay-thon. get to go first. Jathan. No, Jathan is going to go first. Brent gets to go first this time. Oh, I'm going first? Though? I hate okay. this yeah. fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what are we drinking? I'm drinking a Founders Breakfast Stout. Wow. Is Are you having breakfast at the same time? Breakfast. Mm-hmm. Are you breaking the fast, so to speak? No. Breakfast. The stout selection at my grocery store is quite oh. limited, and I do like Founders Breakfast Stout. Oh, okay. So, okay. you know, two birds, one stone kind of a thing. Two they birds. To have it. Why, I like why are you I've killing birds, dude? Why you gotta kill yeah, birds? Yeah, touch stones? the birds, you what the pervert. Fuck, Look. Birds aren't real, you guys. Okay. That's... But ducks are. They're, no, but ducks are. no, they're not. Birds are robotic spies for the government. Oh, and the bringers of karma. And Thanks, the, Obama. Well, no, they're they're portenders. So portends? Port, what is the noun for The that? bringers of karma. Harbinger of... Harbingers doom. Of, of doom. Yes. Spiritual Ask her, uh, my wife. She hates birds because they... Uh, they yeah, apparently terrify birds. Uh, I, I love ducks. Birds. I think ducks are so good. Ducks don't exist. 
Tux- yeah, Tuxedo. Oh, do you three. want to hear what happened to me? Oh my gosh. They're robots. I found a new 15 clams. Yes, let's hear about what happened. Nope, never mind. Right now, no, save, it for, save later. it for his clams. Is it going to be about ducks and fucking them? No. That's rapey. No? Is it about one of those things? It's, yes. Is it about <laughs> fucking, is it about ducks, or is it about <laughs> fucking ducks, or is it about fucking ducks? It's about a fucking duck. <laughs> okay. You duck a and duck fuck. fucks? <laughs> now, anyway, okay. what I'm drinking here... <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah, what are you Is a uh, Boulder Bourbon High Rye Bourbon. Okay. Did you find that in, like, the dumpster, or what, man? No. What is that? It is a product that a good friend of mine mm-hmm. distilled, and they okay. only yeah. had two oh, bottles left last time I was there, wow. so I bought them. Oh, wow. Because it is my favorite bourbon. How the hell am I going to link to this person? Yeah, how are you going to link to this person? we got to have a website. Oh, but it's just Vapor Distillery in Boulder. Okay, fair enough. This product is probably not on the website, though, to be honest. Well, maybe, but I mean, as long as we can you, credit the distillery, are that's Are you what's drinking stolen alcohol? No, I just told you I bought two bottles. I bought the hmm. last two bottles. Did you buy it legally? Was it like a wink, I mean, just because you buy it doesn't buy? mean that it's legal, you know? No, no I really buy sexual crack and cocaine and heroin, and that's not you can tell us. They are literally numbered bottles, and I have two bottles. Okay. Do they have a barcode on them? And do you have a receipt? I have a credit card the statement. The person that sold them to you. A proof of purchase. A, a, yes. A, a, were they licensed by the, uh, the alcohol state commission in your, in your state of Colorado? I'm quite certain, yes. You're quite certain? You're quite certain, or you Uh-oh. are certain? I mean, I bought it quite... at the distillery. Okay. Uh-huh. That doesn't rung mean up anything. on their normal fucking... Okay. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, well, some random of, Joe Schmo could have just waltzed into their store, yeah. put the bottles Reject on the shelf. You can't have sell a license Jack Daniels to do so. in Tennessee where okay. they make it. Okay. So, all right. get off your little high <laughs> Let's just there, move on. Whiskey boy. Peter, what are you drinking? I have a PBR. You f- okay. ducking fucks. <laughs> ducking fucks? <laughs> I like how he took I don't know why, but that tickles my fancy a lot more than it should. Oh, It's pretty funny, though. Honestly. Don't worry. I'll tickle your fancy this whole show. Please don't. <laughs> oh, boy. Please do not. Okay, so okay, as I mentioned, you know we're oh I already I already did the topic written introduction. You already did the topic about introduction. I'm all yeah. out of sorts tonight, you guys. You know what it is. Yo, you know what same. it is. Now. I've had a it's shitty day. It's my yes, tip that we have to it talk is about your now. tip. It is it is time for Payton's tip. Well, I have a I have a double ended dildo of a tip today. <laughs> what? That's not really a tip of anything. That's kind of a, a like a two a, a, a bulk of I have of two tips. It's a double. Oh, it's a double tip. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So That's the first one is R.I.P. to Mr. John McAfee. Mm, mm-hmm. He has apparently committed suicide, and I put that in quotes because you know these. There's things a go. lot of suspicions around. He hung himself, but what they didn't tell you is that his hands were tied behind his back, and the rope was outside, was tied up outside of his cell, hanging into it. But it's clearly a suicide. Mm-hmm. I'm kidding about that last part. And then the other one I want to talk about is seek, seek, S-E-Q. CQ. Is it? Oh, like like sequence. Sequence, yeah, sequence. Okay. So basically, this SEQ or sequence first appeared on the eighth edif- eighth edition research Unix in 1985. Oh, you talk about the bash utility. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Are yeah, you yeah. going to talk about how it's deprecated? Is it deprecated? We'll we'll get yeah. into that in a minute. We'll get okay. in a minute. So it was developed by Bell Labs, AT&T Bell Labs. It's 36 years old, so it can drink. And it came on Unix, Unix like, and Plan Nine. And it's cross-platform, and it's under the core utils. Basically, what you can do is, if you're using it, it prints out all integers from 1 to N. So if you say SEQN, it will print 1 to 17. Like, if you do 17, it'll do 1 to 17. The reason why it was created is because the Born shell had no primitives for iterating over numbers, and the for command used at the time could only iterate over a list of words. Sequence was therefore used to generate such a list. No, I did not know that it was deprecated. What's it deprecated by? A bash. It's not a yeah. It's not a particular tool. It's like a, an actual shell. Oh, oh bash actually syntax. just yeah. They have the built-in yeah. Like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm I right see that now on Discord for you. I see that to now. see the modern it. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I see it. It's it yeah. was hidden in a page so here. We'll get that in the show notes so you guys yeah. can see what the what the hell we're talking about if you haven't used it before. It's basically yeah. just curly brace start dot dot end. Yeah, yeah. Well, the reason why it came up is not something that I learned or you know heard about. It, uh, a coworker of mine was like, "How do you iterate over a numbers in a for loop?" And all my other teammates were like, "Duh, sequence or you know whatever." Mm-hmm. So yeah, so 
And they Bat obviously does support like C style iteration yeah. loops as well. Right, right, right. Four so I you could, and you could just set brackets an, one an incrementer and then you know yeah. four while mm-hmm. or if right, 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 or right. if whatever. But anyway, that was my that was I, I just thought I'd talk about it because we haven't talked about it before. And even though it's deprecated, it's still kind of neat to you know, hey, here's a utility that was written that does one thing and does it well. And oh, by the way, it's deprecated. <laughs> so there you yeah, go. Yeah, surprise. But yeah, so McAfee's dad. He was suicided like Epstein, and yeah, so R.I.P. to him. I mean, he he was not, you know, like the greatest person in the whole wide world, but he definitely influenced our industry quite a bit, and Mm. love him or hate him, he was still, you know, an entity in our industry, and... He had a a very large amount of influence. A very large. Literally wrote the first antivirus. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And then he went nuts, and... I think it was all the blow. It was that quite, sounds quite like a really safe a assumption. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure that had a lot to do with that. Either that or the time he fucked a whale. I mean, maybe that did something to him. Maybe he caught an STD. He caught syphilis from a whale, maybe. What? If you catch... What? What? How he, would you, he how literally you fucked a whale's blowhole. How what? How do you not know this? Yeah, but how do you get syphilis from that? Because, like, that's... Well, yeah, it's true. It's not a sexual organ, I guess. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, he made it one. But that's like yeah, yeah, an ear he, hole and getting true. syphilis from an ear hole. Like, how he do you do that? His, claimed it for himself, I guess. Jathan, how did you not know that? Because I am not like that. <laughs> You're not like what? That doesn't mean Aware you wouldn't have heard about it by now. No. It's our, just of, so bad. John say. McAfee? Wouldn't have heard about it for Wh- Why sure. not? Do you just not pay attention to social media? Not to that. Are you not culturally, re- culturally relevant? I'm definitely not that either. What would that even be? Would that be like a nostril job? I think it would be on. called that, bestiality. I mean, yeah, it's given. I don't but know. Like, what's, what would the human equivalent of that be? I don't know. That's a good question. Because I'm pretty sure the blowhole is a whale's nostril. The blowhole? No, it's a. Um, it's not a nostril. It's it's how they. It's their. It's it's like our mouth is how we can intake and exhale. That's how they exhale. That's what nostrils do. Well, but it's not a. But our nostril is a different purpose. Our nostrils are used to filter air coming into our mouth or into our bodies. I think we need a whale expert. Is anyone we do. is anyone well practiced in whale law? Whale, I'll be fucked. Yeah, that too. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So rest in peace, John McAfee, and iterating a batch. You can do it. You should probably still use like Python or I mean, if you're insane, Perl, but like or PowerShell or whatever. But like, you know, there's not really a whole lot of good reasons to you to write bash scripts these days that's not true how so i don't know certain things it's just fucking easier like if you're running a bunch of commands anyway okay like system level commands yeah i mean if you're just looking for like a list of commands to run sequentially without you having to copy and paste all of them or something yeah sure i mean i guess i guess that's a valid use but like that's I can't I, I struggle to think of any any other use for bash scripting these days well i struggle to think of any other use for you Mm, Don't cute. be mean to my friend Bash. <sighs> Bash doesn't yeah, or care about ba- you. Or he'll bash you. Bash doesn't care about you at all, Jayton. Yeah. So that like has I mentioned, been my that has been my double ended. Yeah, that, that was tip. his his double tipped sword, double edged sword, double edged double sword. double ended dildo tip. Uh, right. So we're talking about scaling things. Scaling. I think we're going to start with just briefly touching upon what scaling basically is, and very kind of very quickly recap on scaling up and then we'll talk uh-huh. about scaling down uh-huh and we did we did like jathan mentioned we, we even talked about this for a whole episode I'll, I'll link it to you in the show notes as always but yeah scaling up or scaling in general is just the concept of reallocating resources you know resizing a disk allocation like maybe a disk partition for bare metal or an lvm volume or in the case of virtual, like you might go with a larger virtual disk or a second disk or whatever. Things like storage, RAM, things like that, frequency on CPU. It's basically adjusting that to match the need for the service or services that is going to be that are going to be run on that box. And I think that's a pretty basic definition that we can all agree with, right? Any objections to that definition? No, that's fine. Okay. Now Typically, you're going to be scaling up. Hopefully, you're going up because, you know, as, as companies grow, they tend to need more and more resources available to their services to meet this larger demand, right? 
if you have run a, a website and it gets more and more popular, you need to scale up so you can address how to, number one, stay up, and number two, continue to provide good performance for your clients. Typically, this is done by not only just strictly modifying the resources, you know, upgrading RAMs, things like that. And it's also, you start to implement a sort of a metadata approach. So things like load balancing, failover, clustering, things like that. And that can go a long way. Resource allocation, like off-site, like to switching your images and stuff else to CDN. So then, you know, it's up to the client to fetch everything from separate sources and combine it rather than you and your web server, stuff like that. Like there's a lot of different approaches, which is why I don't want to get too heavily into this, especially since we we did spend a whole decade talking, a whole decade, a whole episode <laughs> talking, almost a decade. I spent the last 10 about... years teaching people how to scale. <laughs> it kind of feels like we have. We're on what, seventh year now? Yeah, seventh year. We're like halfway through our seventh year. Not halfway through, it's like quarter through. And, you know, as part of that, you know, you think, okay, like, that's great. If I need to grow, I, you know, I, I throw more money at the problem, whether it's resources, whether it's turning up additional service to handle the load, whatever. What happens when the inverse becomes true? When I'm running out of money or a project is taking up valuable resources that I can allocate to other projects? Well, wait a In second. In other words, downscaling. Yeah. Well, I, that's a totally valid, you know, you're talking about scaling down like an infrastructure. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking about like if you have something that automatically scales with traffic or something. Well, that's part of it. What I said still holds true. The, the only difference is maybe how quickly it happens. Well, I don't want anyone to think I'm running out of money because I'm not. What? 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 I don't want I, anybody to think I'm running out of money. I didn't. Who who thinks that? You said no, Jathan, I didn't say you are running out of money. I said such as. Yeah. That was an example. Yeah, that's an edge. One okay. okay. Of the case. All right. I apologize for being hasty. Yeah. Jump in the Don't gun Don't be there. hasty. Don't be hasty. Do I need to sing the patient song, Jathan? Mm hmm. No. Sing it. Sing it loud. Sing it proud. Nina, Nina hates it so much. Why do you sing that to her? I did it like once to be funny, and she knew it. And it got stuck in her head. And she <laughs> so that sucks. To be fair, it is a very catchy song. So yeah, so downscaling, right? I mean, regardless of what you need to downscale, you know, the point remains like, how do you downscale, right? Like, I don't, I don't give two shits about why you want to downscale, except maybe if it was, you know, not a wise thing to do. But whatever. So how well, do you downscale? What are the? Let's open this with. What are some of the basic issues and, and common problems you run into with this? My and server as, needs as 16 gigs of RAM and 8 CPUs for a static uh -huh. web page. Well, I mean, a lot that's of that. I, that's what I get. That's what I get. A lot of that. Mm -hmm. A lot of that. A lot of that nonsense. Nobody, you know, they want their, they want this and that, so on and so on. They have no idea what their server needs. And then, you know, then they're like, oh, we're running out of CPU and memory across... The virtual ma virtual machines. Wait, they actually managed to do that with a static website? That's impressive. Or, or, no, they just, you know, load up every server with 16 cores and 32 gigs oh, of RAM. Okay. And then, you know, they don't go back and look at what's actually being used on them. And then six what, months virtually later. Virtually or, or hardware? Cause... Both. Okay. And then they go back later and go, well, you didn't tell me that I didn't need this for my server. And we say, yes, we did. It's not our, well, number one. It's not your job to. Well, you know, of, they should, in-house, that's something they should decide and, yeah, and yeah. you know, mm -hmm. analyze and determine on their own. Yeah, no, absolutely. Now, if it's something, like, unclear by your service offering, like AWS, for instance, mm -hmm. you may want to ask, like, hey, can this handle so many, I don't know, IO reads, writes a second, you know, stuff like that. That's understandable, you know, that's fine. That's showing that you need a certain piece of information from the service provider to calculate your own needs, right? It's not saying like, oh, I, you know, I got this way overpowered server or way underpowered server and, you know, I need to change that. What would you recommend? It's like, I, I don't fucking know. I didn't write your code. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, so that's, that is, that is a good point. But, I mean, what common issues do you see where you would either... Actually, yeah, let's let's start from the beginning here. What issues do you see that would be solved by downsizing, other than the ones I mentioned? 
I did get into a bit general with it earlier, so. Well, I mean, if you... It's not common. If you de- I, I don't know what you said because I missed about five minutes there where I was trying uh, to get on my... Oh, right, right. Yeah, but basically, I mean, I would say that if you downsize, like if you're if you're not utilizing the CPU to the full extent, to, or your server to the full extent, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to save on operating costs and you're going to save on wear and tear of those virtual, of those physical machines hosting those, those, those virtual machines. And then mm-hmm. also you're going to reduce, you know, electrical usage. You're going to, you know, have the ability to, you know, fully utilize those systems for much longer. They'll last longer. Well, I, don't too, how, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how much of that you covered, but I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't. T- I, I did briefly touch upon cost. I didn't touch about longevity at all. But that is, yeah. that is a good point. I mean, that's that's one of those things. You know, if you've got your freaking physical machine taxed at one hundred percent CPU, one hundred percent memory for, well, ninety five and ninety five, for you know, in years, it's not going to last that mm-hmm. long because you're just, just going to burn it all out. You know, and plus you're going to. I think a really simple example of that that even consumers like non-citizens would understand is SD cards. Right? Well, well, no, because they don't understand those either. <laughs> well, maybe the more tech-savvy ones do, like, like okay, gamers and stuff, sure. and SSDs okay. and SD cards. You well, want to minimize rights to them, right? Have you ever played with a PS1? If you've ever yeah. played a PS1, then you know what we're talking about. Because that play. shit fucking died that fast. Yeah, the, the save slots, the memory slots, whatever they call I them. mean... Yeah, so the more often you write to a particular area of solid state storage, the faster it will wear out. Now, we've gotten much better over much the years. Better. They're they're talking about like they're talking about like petabytes of writes now. Yeah. To new yeah, SSDs. They, they're great right now. But they used to not be. But it but, still yeah. is something it's still an example of when you would want to downscale usage. Not necessarily for the resource allocation, but for the longevity of the hardware behind it so yeah I, that is i see where you're getting at with that yeah i mean you know it's just it's just one of those things you know like if you have a, a disc and you're writing to the disc all the time it's gonna fail you know so have multiple discs that they can you can you can spread the writing across to okay so now you're writing at 50 percent. Mm-hmm. okay so add more discs but i mean the whole point is you can scale up people love to scale up oh, oh look we need 10 servers and they all need to have this and Meanwhile, you know, I mean, realistically, you could probably trim the fat here and there and you only need eight servers, you know, realistically, Mm -hmm. you know, I really feel like there's a lot of this push to we need a full data center or else. And in reality, you probably need a rack, maybe, you know, maybe two, maybe two, maybe two. Now, before we start going into potential issues that arise from the downgrading procedure, Uh I do want to mention that I think it should be noted that it's a, a going again to the double-edged stuff. It is a double-edged sword. On one hand, you're saving your department a large n- amount of money. You know, you're doing depending, your budget a favor. Depending on how big it is, it could be significant. To, I mean, yeah, in varying degrees, sure. To downgrade to only what you need, to pare it down, slim it down to what you actually need. Of course, the other edge, and that's kind of like a, the other edge of the sword is kind of like a two-edge look at it. Like one of those razors that have like the multiple blades. Like, there's, like, one edge on one side, and there's, like, multiple blades on the other. It's an A-bladed straight razor! Yeah, what yeah, the yeah. fuck? Right, right, right. <laughs> why? <laughs> so, on the, on the other side of that, though, you've got multiple reasons why doing it might have some unintended consequences. You're Because you've reduced your budget consumption, Well, now you may have a reduced budget allocation. Now, let me tell you, let me tell you this. You, I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. Your mm-hmm. budget for the year should not dictate your budget for the next year. There are things that happen. I agree. And we're not the government. Projects. And, yeah. You know, yeah, there's new projects coming up. There's old projects that go away. Like, you know, if we're doing a hardware refresh one year, there's no way we need that money next year. But uh-huh. we need it in five years for the next hardware. Like, so, like, this one. I mean, that's kind of just badly designed budget. But it is. not a lot of places it, it understand that it's a, it's a cyclical thing, not a yearly thing. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. that's, I understand that. I mean, that's how you get the really nice monitors and stuff like that, too. But at the same time, like, you know, if you want to save money, you need to understand the cyclical nature of IT and understand that, yes, one year we're going to need to spend $100,000 on servers, but not mm. every year. And then right. we're going to get between five and ten years out of those, hopefully. 
and then in five or ten years, we will need to do that again. But between that time, between now and then, we don't need that in our budget. But we need mm-hmm. it does need to be like noted. Hey, by the way, in five X years, mm-hmm. you know, be prepared to spend this again. And then that way you don't get stuck with the well, it's brand new. No, it's eight years ago. You know. It's, well, right. Well, what I was more so touching on is yeah. Sorry, as I, part of downgrading, uh huh. You know, you can then at the end of the year say, "Hey, look, you know, we got a, a budget surplus of ten, twenty k, whatever it is." And then the next year, the budget plan says, "Oh, you actually didn't need all that money." Right. Right. I. I that's what I was. That's yeah. Right. I was when, getting to that when too. It kind of disregards Slowly. that the whole point of you deallocating or down downscaling or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Was to make room for more services. Right. Exactly. So that, that does come with a cost. And I, I think I had like two or three other points I wanted to make about that, but I, I can't fucking remember. Oh, it's going to be much more difficult to grow because you won't have the wiggle room if you downgrade to exact, like if you pare it down to precisely what you need, you're not going to have that wiggle room to expand, you know? So that does yeah. slow things down because then you need to wait for new servers to come in and all, yada, yada, yada. When in, instead you could have just thrown a, the new test environment on one of your existing test servers, for instance, stuff like that, you know. So those yeah. are yeah. probably the two warnings I, I I would say would come with this. But overall, it's it's a good thing to downscale if you're at a point where it makes sense. So I mean, yeah, I would say don't be afraid to you know scale that service back a little bit. You, you know, mm-hmm. there's nothing that says that you have to have max RAM. For everything, you know, there's nothing mm-hmm. that says you need 20 CPUs for that web server. You know, think about it. Go through, analyze, take the time to figure out what's using what, when. Like, okay, is the server mostly idle, and then every week there's a run that uses up all the RAM. Okay, then that's understandable. That's fine. You know, is it an Oracle machine? Okay, then probably add double. You know, but I mean, realistically, there's an opportunity to go through and really look at and analyze the uses of that machine, and I'm sure that you can save something somewhere, you know, but don't be afraid to be like, hey, listen, listen, I've noticed over the last month that this server is using half of its allocated RAM. Can we bump this down to, you know, six gigs instead of eight or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like, and I, I mean, well, well, I mean, saving money is primarily key for our department. We're loss prevention. Yeah. We're not a profit generating department. Typically, I mean, we're we're kind of yeah. the backbone. We're like, yeah. you know, we, we provide mechanisms for the profit generating sections in, in the business. Right. But we don't actually generally directly generate profit. Well, we keep the profit generating centers able to generate profit. Well, yeah, loss prevention. Yeah, exactly. Right. Loss prevention. So, but, yeah, right. But. Right. So I, I wanted to move away from this and then okay, go, ahead. go back, you know, get back on track and talk about issues Sorry, that arise from downgrading. Because something tells me Jathan brought this topic up for a reason, and something tells me he personally tell us Jathan has something that he would like to talk about. Tell but you us guys Jathan are talking about really different shit than I I was thinking about. Then talk. Well, what are you then, talking then, about? Then tell us. Well, you're talking you about like taking an individual machine and a VM and reducing its RAM usage and shit like that. I'm mm. talking about if you have an auto scaling mechanism, let's say in AWS or GCP or your VMware cluster or whatever. How do you know when to turn some of the instances off and how do you do so successfully? It's the same problem. We're speaking. But it's a very different. The RAM usage it's a very different. A... It's easy to take a VM and reduce its RAM usage. Like, okay, I changed it from eight gigs to four gigs. That's easy. Yeah. Well, just as easy to decommission an AWS instance. But it isn't, actually. Or a pool size. Uh-huh. It, I mean, it kind of is. So what metric would you use to determine when it's time to reduce the number of servers and how many would you reduce it by? Well, I, that's why I wanted to speak so generally about this and provide general examples because it's highly contextual, right? Yeah. Like yeah. if you've got, what what kind of app is it? Is it a web app? Is it a, a database system? Is it is an it... Oracle? If it's Oracle, yeah, then well, I mean, Oracle, you know, yeah. triple, triple the uses <laughs> that you think you need. Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't tell scaling. But like you had a specific you had something case in, mind. in mind with this, if I if I recall correctly. Tell us, tell us what it is. Not necessarily, and oh even if I did, I couldn't really tell you about it. Oh, you can you can. What were you talking about earlier before the show started? Oh, I had nothing to do with this. 
It's the same lineage, though. It's the same idea. I was talking about a hard drive. Yeah. No, that's it's a, not... It's a, well, I mean, you can't... Certain file systems, you can't resize down if that's what you're trying to get at. Okay. But... And, well, there are some where you can. Yeah. HC4, by the way, does support it, but... Yeah, but it's not are some, trivial. It actually is. It's, it's pretty easy. It's just, like, four or five steps. Uh-huh. And you need to make sure you do all of them. Uh-huh. But... What I was getting at here is I was hoping you wouldn't mention that you try and part of this system that you wanted to downgrade, downscale, has resources tied to it that are not able to be cleanly downscaled, downsized. For an example, you have a database server. RAM can be downsized, CPU can be downsized, but it's on a file system that cannot be. Mm -hmm. Or you are sharing purposes for your servers, which is not a good idea and you shouldn't do it, but... You know, I'm sure some of some of us do it and some of you listening do it. You have multi-purpose servers. One application requires PHP to have a gig of memory. Mm-hmm. Another one only needs 32 megabytes. So your first inclination would be, all right, well, I'll just reduce PHP usage to 32 megabytes. No big deal. Mm-hmm. But then the issue with that, of course, is if they're all using the same PHP FPM daemon, for instance... What happens to the other app? It gets fucked, right? So, <laughs> or, or, may... the, or the OM killer goes through and wipes everything out. The OM killer, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just ooms it. Ask me about that. Oh, yeah. No kidding. Hey, how come I can't SSH in this box? Oh, OM killer's killing SSH. What? Right. So, what you're essentially, the issue you're having, Jathan, and the question you have about AWS are in essence the same exact thing. You want to know what is the threshold for when I have to do this or when I should do this. Well, it's not just that. I think it's not necessarily impossible, depending on your use case, to figure out when is the right time to do it. But the thing is, a lot of times we design a scaling mechanism. Mm -hmm. And so let's say we have a website, a web application, something. And we're going to monitor two things. We're going to monitor the system load and the response time. Or let's just just, let's keep it super simple. We're just going to look at response time. If the response time starts to get above, I don't know, let's say one second, we want to spin Mm -hmm. up more servers and put them behind our proxy or load balancer or whatever. Okay. So we add another server and we, you know, all this happens automatically and that's fine. Okay. So now our response time, let's say, is back to normal, like an average baseline. When do you scale back down? How do you know that one server can handle your load again? That's what she said. Because your web app is only ever going to get so fast, right? So your baseline... Let's say, on average, it loads in in half a second. So you add another server, and it's back to half a second, which is good. But Mm -hmm. how do you know when it will load in half a second on one server again? So how do you you know when you can turn the second one off? In this example. I mean, that requires a a magic crystal ball, and those don't exist. Right, which is why this is fucking hard. So (laughs) my question is, like, what's the best you can do? How, you know, sure, you can look at peak times. Which is to... what I was going to say, which is where like more analytics come in. You want to you look at peak times. You want to look at a peak measurement before you allocate. You want a, a threshold of time as well as your metric. You want right. the metric and time. You don't want just the metric. Because otherwise you'll be spinning up and spinning down instances all the fucking time. Exactly. Plenty of people. And by the time these, the second instance is spun up, the spike might have already passed. So you want to look at like a trending line, right? So let's say you're, as an example, you're test metric set is over two seconds if it raises cpu usage by because or response time right so over two seconds if response time is over one millisecond then turn up two instances right until this is below half a millisecond right 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 so correct once you start doing that that kind of does help balance it down because you do have that buffer of two seconds or whatever you choose to implement i mean it could probably be a little bit less generous if i could probably be like a third of a second or something but you know however long it takes to allocate an instance and turn down an instance that's going to be your target for that time part of the metric right and maybe a little bit of wiggle you know so like if it takes a second to turn up a new instance it won't on aws but let's say it does well unless you're jathan and you don't you know schedule your stuff right well (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. Well, either way, it's not going to take one second. But let's say it does, just to simplify this, right? If it takes one second, and then 
you know, you also have to factor in network traffic and, and switch over and configuring the load balancer and all that. Like, so like one and a half seconds, then you would want two seconds to be your, your metric there for the, the time measurements. And a good way to do this is trending, you know, trending methodology. So you can say at, you know, 30 seconds in on the minute, it was at five. And then on 36 seconds in, it was six, you know, and then the next second, it was seven. That is a good idea. That is probably going to continue or plateau there for a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, typically three or four points is is what I would consider trending. But again, a lot of this is highly, highly dependent. But you're still talking about scaling up. Yeah. So, but I'm talking about scaling down to the point of scale. Well, it's the same exact thing in reverse, Jathan. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, but, I mean, trending up versus trending down. No, 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 it's not. How, how's it not? Because how, of what I just said. So let's say the fastest okay. your web application can possibly load is half a second. Mm-hmm. So when you have the right number of servers, it loads in half a second. When you have With, too many assuming servers. Assuming all, all of your overheads factored in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. When you have too many servers, it still loads in half a second. So all of a sudden, mm-hmm. the metric that you use to scale up is not valid to scale back down. It is. It's not. The difference is where you're gathering it from. So at that point, you can say, instead of a proactive, uh, a reactive, it's proactive. In yeah. other words, to scale down. So you're, let's say you're now at five instances, right? You remove an instance. And then that waiter, the upscale timer or the upscale analyzer kicks in. And another two seconds, if it's still not fast enough, it'll add that instance back. So you might see a little bit of flapping. So that's what I'm saying, though. But that flapping, depending on what your web application is doing and any logs you might have to export or save or whatever, is going to become extremely costly. Well, and that's where testing your actual analyzer comes in. That's where the importance of accurate metrics and, and accurate analyzer comes into play. Because that flapping will be greatly decreased the more accurate it is. The more accurate you have to that time component, the better it's going to be. And you may have, you may very well have different time components for upscaling versus downscaling. It's probably recommended because, you know, they're not going to, generally speaking, take the same amount of time to do each operation. So, right. But does that make sense? Kind of, but I think you're oversimplifying it. I'm, well, part of it is because I, ha- I remember we still have to speak in very general terms here because it's very contextual. So we have to simplify it. But generally speaking, that concept that methodology is going to be the most reliable no matter what application yeah the I, specifics are going to change but that methodology is going to be the the best approach to that yeah i would say this i mean you know on most of your servers when they're going to get hit, get hit big or you have a general idea i should say of when like you know x number of applications are going to are going to require more information mm-hmm. or need more input or throughput or whatever you want to call it so you know you can scale those up at around those times and then scale it back down again. Like, I mean, you can't just willy nilly this shotgun blast a scale and then expect to be able to scale back down again too. I mean, you've got to know when you can or can't scale down. Like that, that's part of, that's what I'm saying. You have to know you have to be, you, you have to look at the information. that you So have. you can speculate. Sure. But we're talking about users and we might be talking about hundreds of thousands and shit. All right, so what are you talking about? You're talking about like a in the case of something that gets slash dotted, right? Sure. Okay. So what I explained, that would absolutely work for scaling up and scaling down. Here's why. Scales up, no problem. We all agree on this, right? Well, I mean, sure. It may not be no problem, but it's easier to figure out probably. Right, right. And it's going to require a little bit of tweaking, you know, over, over a couple of weeks. Uh, that's what testing is for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So scaling up, from the design perspective, is not a problem, right? Most likely, yeah. Okay, okay. Now, when it scales down, because you're gathering metrics over a trending period, and because that factors into how it scales, if you have a baseline set saying like, okay, two servers should always get me, you know, under a millisecond at this time of day. Yeah. And you really only get that through time, technically, is going to be the most accurate, but you can kind of fudge it with testing. But if you have that in place, it's going to find that hump, that hum, what the fuck is it called? Homo. Homogenous. Hum, homogenous. Thank you. It's going to find that homogenous, not homogenous. What is the word? I don't, I don't know what you're We're, talking Everything's about. balanced. Uh, Homo- uh, homeostasis. 
homeostasis. Thank you. That's the word. Which does not apply to computers, I don't think, but... It does. It's a general term. So, as a general term. Your load levels reach this homeostasis during this unexpected peak, right? And it's adding servers until it says, okay, we're finally at, you know, under a second load time. <laughs> That's our target metric. We can stop adding servers. And then that goes on and then people start to drop off. But it's still checking what the load is, right? And then every, you can even tweak this part too. I mean, yeah, we're complicating the algorithm a little bit, but you're asking a complicated question. We're essentially designing a very primitive form of AI here. Yeah, I but mean, that's, that's what be, that's yeah. what it's required because yeah. you need this kind of advanced decision making, right? Yeah, I, I agree. So you're, you're really pushing it there. So it'll remove a server and then check, and if it's still under a millisecond, it'll remove another server, <laughs> right? But you can set a threshold for how long that upscale plateau should be <laughs> before it tries removing a server. And that'll cut down that costliness. But your solution is to literally just remove a server, and then if you're... That's literally the only way to do it, Jayvon. Yeah. I, is you have the to other take issue is it's test. not that simple. Once you have people accessing your application, it's not that easy to just remove a server from the fucking load balancer, necessarily. I mean, there are ways to do it cleanly. You can wait until all sockets are, are emptied out, and then just And how do you make them, down. how do you force them to empty out? I mean, you can sever connections. You can send a reset packet. but Right, but then people are going to get fucked up. So that's the other thing is once you have, let's say you're starting with one server, you scale up to five. You do know you can very easily see how many active client connections are on. Right, but my point is is you have five servers now. People are Mm -hmm. always trickling onto your application or your website. They're going to get distributed over the five of them, right? Mm -hmm. So how do you remove one from the pool without breaking people who are currently using it? That's what the load balancer does. That's a, the exact purpose of a load balancer. Uh-huh. So that's not that's not a question of how many instances you have. That's entirely up to the load balancer. And you're saying that the load balancer will handle that happening? Yeah. Without yeah, you breaking can switch, existing you connections. You can switch sessions in load balancers to a different target server. Mm-hmm. HA proxy does that. I don't think Squid does, but Squid sucks as a reverse proxy, so don't use it. Squid is Nginx, awesome. Not for a reverse proxy, for, for all forwarding proxies. No. Once you try HA proxy, you'll love it. Because it's it lets you do a lot more. But, you know, there's also enterprise load balancers out there that do this shit. Mm-hmm. So, significantly, a good portion of them, if not all of them, have a way of switching connections. You know, you say, hey, this server, I want to turn it off. Start redirecting all that traffic, managing all those requests. Mm-hmm. Shunt that to this other server. And especially in the case of a static site, but if you coded everything correctly and your sessions are correct and you configured your proxy, your load balancer correctly, shouldn't matter. You should be able to drop a server out halfway through and the session should still be persistent across all, all of the instant, the target instances. So once you do that, you know, you signal the, to the, the load balancer, hey, I'm removing the server from the rotation. You don't even need to shut the server off yet. You know, if, yeah. if you want to reduce some of that flapping mm-hmm. and that, that cost of turn up or turn down or whatever turn up for you what? can keep the box still active and configured you can just tell the proxy hey or the load balancer it's a technically a proxy whatever you tell the the load balancer hey stop fucking using this server and it'll stop like that right it's an instantaneous thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're literally designed to be able to do this uh-huh. they wouldn't be very good at load balancing if they didn't right so right. as a result you can as soon as you send that signal to the server and the server responds, okay, got it. You can remove that server. You can decommission it, whatever. You probably don't even need to because it's, you know, again, your whole point of the metric is to get response time. So that shouldn't be necessary, but you can if you want. And then, you know, apply that time threshold to see, or that check time threshold, I should say. After that passes, run the uh, response time check again. If it's under a second, pop that new one back in. Or just switch it over to active status, done. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, there are specifics you can apply to make this much more simple and will solve the problems you think are problems. But as far as the basic general methodology, meth- what's the word? Methodology. Methodology. This is the only way to do it. You having a stroke or? No, he I, is having I'm, a stroke. Yes. I think I'm just drinking. He's having a stroke. <laughs> yeah, I had it's a lot of. Better? It's a really heavy stout. Calculator? So. Mm. 
Not yet. I still say calculator. I am calculating. Uh-huh. You're methodologizing the calculator? Methodology. Uh-huh. I just couldn't remember the word. Yes, but do you yes. get what I'm saying, yeah. Jathan? Yes. I get what you're saying. I just, I don't feel like there's a good way to do it. There really that isn't. Is, that, I mean, a good way would, again, require a crystal ball, which doesn't right. exist. Right. The way that that makes you feel fuzzy about it, that doesn't exist. That's literally impossible. But the only way to do it, the best way to do it, is the way I laid it out. Right? I guess. I think that's okay. the question we're all trying to answer. Yeah. So is that what made you think of downscaling? I mean, yeah, this is not a specific problem I'm having right now. Mm-hmm. It's something that may become... Well, downscaling your storage size was in, in that one No, I was thing. scaling up. Oh, oh my you god. were resizing up? Oh my god. Yeah, that's even more baffling. EXT4 should be able to handle that no problem. Yeah, I know. A new version. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, is it like an ancient version of EXT4? Yes. Load up a... Just pop in a live CD. Because <sighs> that's, that's kernel space, you know, so it's... All those live CDs in AWS. Oh, it's in AWS? Yes. Fucking AWS, man. Fuck the cloud. If there's one thing all these cloud-centric episodes we're doing this season are teaching me, it's just, it's fuck the cloud. <laughs> like, you don't they have their that. purpose, but like... You don't mean yeah. that. I know, I do. Fuck the cloud. No, no, no. Derek, if you're listening, sorry I'm gonna make you mad, but fuck the cloud, man. He's it's, not listening. It's not, worth, it's not worth the hassle. I mean, there is something happening what? that's pissing me off at Amazon right now. <laughs> What's that? Just fucking... I purchased a reserved instance for a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it, it literally has a start time of 6.27. My time's up. Yep. Okay. That was almost two hours ago. Uh-huh. I still can't use it because it says payment pending. Mm. But there's no way to fucking pay. Like, I only pay my AWS bill usually monthly. Mm. So it's like, when will it actually... But if that's my start time and I prepaid for a year, it's now saying my expiration is at 6.27 on June 23rd, 2022. Mm. But I can't even use the fucking thing yet. It just says payment pending. It sounds like you're up shit creek. Well, it sounds like I'm going to fucking write an angry letter. <laughs> is that your solution to everything? Just write an angry letter? Please, please, by all means, please, please, BCC me and Dear Brent on sir that. or madam, hello, I'm Jayvon. I'm V-Big mad about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm raging. <laughs> I'll tweet I'm going to go kick puppies. <laughs> Fix it. Love, Jathan. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of what you were right. I'm tweeting at them. <laughs> Send me a link to the tweet. I, I'm the big man. I'm the big man. I'm the big man. <laughs> to be fair, I'm gonna kick about... a puppy. <laughs> I think that's Jathan's homeostasis is V big mad. What? I think what? that's your homeostasis is V big mad. I can't hear over typing. Jesus Christ. Well, I'm making a tweet. What? what? I think I think there's a delay. Why don't you use your phone? That way we don't have to hear you. Yeah, Jathan. Because I'm not a computer. A... What am I, a millennial? Yes. Yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> okay, there's my tweet. <laughs> Literally a millennium. Literally. <laughs> you were born at the millennium. Where is the dear sir or madam? Yeah, where is the dear the sir or madam? And the V-Big Bat. And I, I signed a millennial. Should I add a second tweet onto it that says, sorry, I meant sir or madam? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you nobody's even monitoring that account. Okay. So does anyone have any closing thoughts on downscaling? I don't think do you guys it, understood the episode. Usage. No, I think we did, Jathan. I think you just want something that's literally impossible because time is linear. Uh-huh. Time is not linear. It's it's money. What? Oh, they have an AWS support Twitter. Time is money. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's not... Oh, my God. One, you... one set... What is an idiom, Peyton? I know. I'm just messing with you. The other <laughs> is a descriptor of time. Oh no! It could even literally be money and linear at the same time. It's just as long as linear does not conflict with what money is. Just because you say something is X and something is Y does not mean one of them is false. Something can be X and Y. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Any who's. So, Jathan. Yes. If you have 20 server instances. Ugh. Then you're stuck with 20 forever. 
<laughs> you can't go less than 20. But what if you did it right? It doesn't, then you would never need to scale up in the first place. Uh, that's not true. That Because that, again, also predicates on the use of a magic crystal ball. I am a magic crystal ball. No, you're not. When have I ever been you're wrong? You're as much of a crystal ball as you are. I'm a doctor scientist. And you're not that You know what sounds so good right now? What? Sonic. What? Like the restaurant? Yeah. The fast food Get me a chili cheese dog. God no, damn it. You... Now I want Sonic. Fuck it. Like it's gross, J-Thon. but it's a good kind of gross. Jathan, how many clams? Oh. Well, did you just remove them from the load balancer or are they actually off? Each instance in the load balancer is one clam. Uh-huh. And which load balancer is it? Is it Squid or HA Proxy? No, it doesn't matter. Well, it does because... That's, no, that's agnostic. Uh, it matters because... I don't know if Go we're going to have... Tell me why it matters. I don't know if we're going to have like a seafood buffet with calamari and clams or if we're just talking about the clams. That doesn't have any bearing whatsoever. Do you know what squid I just is? Said, I just said each... I don't think you understand what instance. seafood is. I said each instance is a clam, Jathan. Right. But sometimes Gosh, the clams get listen. lost in the sauce. <sighs> I fucking hate you. Jathan, tell us you're fucking 15 clams. I'm not doing this anymore. This is a first. He gave up on me. I think I'm obligated to just quit. Now. I'm too drunk to I'm too drunk to continue. Too drunk from one beer. I've <laughs> fucking stopped caring. No, I have a I have a eight pack, four pack. Yeah, but how many do you have in your mouth? In my mouth? None, because I'm talking. How many did you drink? One. Yeah. And some? Oh, okay. So anyway, last week I was on vacation in Wyoming, mm-hmm. and we went to Grand Teton National Park like super early in the morning. Mm-hmm. And the reason we went super early in the morning is because there's less of a crowd. But also, hear me out, also, they have canoe and kayak rentals on a first-come, first-served basis. Mm-hmm. So we rented a tandem kayak, and most people, it's a minimum rental of two hours. Most people- Did you know tandem- more accurately describes parallel rather than inline. No. Yeah. So tandem bicycles are a misnomer. Well, it's always Anyways, parallel depending which way you're thinking about it. No. I mean, if you're looking at no, it from because you're facing the you're face both of you when you ride a tandem bicycle, you're facing the same direction. But onlookers would be on the side. It doesn't matter about the onlookers. Well, it does because to them you're parallel. No, to them you're yes. You're per- Jay thought if that's true, you're parallel on a regular fucking bike. Well, you're parallel to one person that doesn't make any sense it's referring to the parallelism of the people no it's referring i'm looking to this up define on the bike tandem a bicycle with seats two or more horses with seats. having two things arranged one in front of the other as an adjective uh, that was what the adjective definition is having two things arranged one in front of the other i don't know about that okay well i, <laughs> I just read the dictionary so Oh my yeah. god, I tweeted at them. My instance is ready. <laughs> <laughs> this is the there, best. You heard it here live, folks. Well, not live, but... <laughs> well, two weeks ago, right now. Yeah. Plus or minus whenever you're listening. <laughs> I don't think you have the clout you think you do, Javon. I wouldn't get, let it get to your head. The he's thing got is, a, he's though, a clout, all right. it you've still got expires two hours later than it should. Now that pisses me off, AWS. You don't bill me by the minute or second. You bill me whenever the fuck you want. Okay, what the fuck <laughs> is your clams actually about? Oh, yeah, it's about ducks. So <laughs> so we went up to Wyoming and we got a tandem kayak. And most people, it's a minimum of a two-hour rental. So most people only get the two hours because it's a little expensive. I mean, it's a limited resource in the middle of a national park. And, you know, uh-huh. the government's a money grab in all ways, basically. What? I mean, taxes. Yeah, fucking government. Our Gov- money grab. All right. Trying to get the government, trying to get your monies. Yeah, so anyway. I mean, they're going to give you more. No, they're not. Sure they are. No, taxes pay them. Okay, anyway. Just calm anyway. down. Everybody calm down. You calm down. No, now. <laughs> so anyway. So anyway. So we got there and we got a tandem kayak. <laughs> Jesus fucking! I have no idea what this is even about. And you spent so long fucking just <laughs> yeah. setting it up that I I don't even well, know where we started. All I know me. is fucking canoes and canoes ducks. Keep... and ducks. Can... Did you get did you get fucked by a duck? No. I mean, it's okay if you did. We I didn't won't laugh at you too much. I didn't. Okay, now listen to me. Did where did, on the stuffed did... duck did it hurt you? Now, 
<laughs> so most people <laughs> only get their the kayak or canoe rental for two oh hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got it for three hours, so we could Why? paddle further than everybody else because we had more time to paddle and paddle back. You know. Well, if you uh-huh. paddle, if you paddle faster, you can go faster and you can go farther. Yeah, but he's got a point. I was on vacation. It was a leisurely trip. Leisurely. Yes. That doesn't mean you can be lazy. Okay. Leisure isn't so, necessarily. Now, listen up. Leisurely. Just listen to my damn so, story. So leisurely. Just okay. listen. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Now, are we listening to your story, or are you? I mean, are you going to ramble for? No, 20 no, minutes? I'm trying to get Still... to the point, but you're bothering me. <laughs> you're bothering. Don't me. bother me anymore. No more bothers. Jay thought it's turned into foghorn leghorn. Now, foghorn so leghorn. So the point is, I, we I got say, real far. I say, I say oh, boy, <laughs> I'm never going to do this. Now, so we got real far out in the lake. How far out uh-huh. in the lake did you get? About a, a while. About, a, about, a about while. an hour and that's, a half. It's like that's like using parsec for time measurement. I now, mean, come on, how far did you go? Did you got get to the middle of the lake? I got five minutes. Well, though. you don't even know yeah. which lake it is, so it doesn't matter. Did you? Uh, but I mean, okay. Could you, you see shore from where you got to? Well, yeah, because you're okay. surrounded by shore and there's a lot of islands. Well, there are some lakes that you can't see the shore. Well, that would be a very large lake. I mean, mm. I can think of several right off the top of my head that are the Great Lakes. The Great Lakes. All right. Anyway, so so the point lakes. is, we got out to this point where there were no Lake other Bagel people. Is one of those kind of lakes that you can't see the shore. There were no other people. Uh huh. And. Did you guys get naked? Did you kill Katie and dump her body in the lake? Did you guys get naked? No. It was just completely silent. I love how Tate and I had very different questions. (laughs) It was just completely silent, which was amazing. Okay, it was completely Uh silent. So So nobody heard you talking. You know, like, we were just kind of hanging out. And then there was one spot where I saw this big drop-off. Like, the shore came, and then there was kind of like a bench, you know, under the water. The shore came? Was it messy? (laughs) No. Yeah, did it get messy? No, and we we paddled over there because I was like, I bet there's a bunch of trout hanging out here. Uh-huh. Now, when it came, I mean, was it big spurts or... And so, as it were, <laughs> there were a bunch uh-huh. of trout in the water. We could and just so, see them, like, right it, under us. Uh-huh. He said... Was it a glass-bottom so, canoe? No. As it no, were. No, it was looking... He was looking he out. He said, and so. I was like, and, and so. so. Looking outside. Would you calm down? Oh, my God. (laughs) And so... So we're hanging out with the trout for a little while, kind of just like basking in the sun in our kayak. Well, you didn't really see him underneath the canoe if it's not a glass bottom canoe. It was a kayak. It wasn't a canoe at all. You said canoe canoe rental. It was both of them. We got a tandem kayak. That's how they started. Okay, now wait a minute. Is this the so kind of one, one side's that a you, kayak and the other side's a canoe? Do you sit in it and they put the rubber skirt around you so that doesn't water doesn't get in? No, it? we were or on a lake. We weren't on top of it. No, we were on a lake. Is when you did you sit on top of it? No, we sat in it. And then it was open. Yeah, that's a canoe. You don't have that rubber no. skirt. It's a canoe. No, it isn't. It's a canoe. No, by yeah. definition, an, an an open. No, you don't know what you're talking about. Boat there is are a canoe. kayaks you literally sit like on top of. No, you sit on top of, but you said it was open. Like this, there was sides look, to I'm, you? I'm sending you a picture were, right were, now. Were there sides to this? <laughs> look, Jesus H, I hate it here. Look at this link. That's a fucking kayak. <laughs> no, this is kayak rental, but that doesn't necessarily... Was that a paddleboard? That's a canoe! That's a That's kayak. a thousand percent a canoe. That's no. exactly a canoe. No, there are sides to it. Put this in the list for the show, because people are oh, going to be will. like, these guys are idiots. I will. put it right in the... Right it's in the obviously a kayak, guys. Now, you're not even letting me get to the story part. Because it's dumb. Get, hurry up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What's the, what's so, so we're hanging out, and it's nice and quiet. We're hanging out. It's nice and quiet. But you saw it to the side. And then, all of a sudden, you know, we're like, okay, we should think about paddling back soon. So Did a whale breach? We start paddling, and we go around the corner, and there's Did just fuck the whales blow these super cool ducks. Hanging out in the water. <laughs> you fucked a whale's blowhole, didn't you? I didn't touch a you whale. Did. You absolutely. I didn't did. touch any whales. Listen, it's okay. They can't report the, the crime, so there's nothing to worry about there. Isn't that cool that the ducks were just right there? <laughs> what kind of ducks were they? Were they mallards? I have no they... idea. Jason, you... for someone who claims to like ducks so much, you should were... be a duck expert. How do you know they were ducks? Perhaps they yeah. were geese? No, I know they were ducks. Were they... What kind of duck were they? I don't know. I don't know what kind of ducks exist there. Mm-hmm. See, that's a kayak. What Brent posted is a kayak. 100%. That's a kayak. Yeah. That's a kayak. I don't know what Brent posted. That's a well, type of a, a kayak. 
No, that's a kayak. That is a kayak. That doesn't even have the rubber. That was your whole argument. That's the same as what I posted. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Let the people decide. You're sitting on top of it. <laughs> I'm leaving decide. so I can go the to one, the Sonic one that right you posted. We'll do a Twitter poll. The, you the one have that you posted is they're sitting the inside of it, and you have absolutely to it. ruined my segment. Well, it's okay. No, it's not All okay. Right. I'm so sad. So you saw a duck, Jayton. Minimum rental time is 90 minutes. That's yes. An hour so if you find yourself in Wyoming, I highly so recommend going to. More I highly because... recommend going to. Grand Teton National Park. I highly recommend Yellowstone and go fishing yeah, on the Bighorn River. Do you need a license for that? Well, you need like a daily license at least if you're there for a day, yeah. Yeah, alright. Yeah. You know, this is going to be controversial. Okay. But fuck you. I think <laughs> that hunting and fishing licenses should be optional slash not required for government parks. Government no, no, games. I didn't fish in I the agree. park for what it's worth. I agree. I agree. I didn't fish in the park. I think Hard once you, I think I think there should be a safety training course when you're 18 or so, and yeah, that's it, and that fun. covers you for life. And then that way, you know, when you do something dumb, they can say, "Well, you had your course right. Yes, okay, going to jail." And it should be free. No, because I, I'm okay with they a, put with the money towards stocking and also yeah, just general I, conservation. I'm okay with it. With stocking. A, with I got a, my I got my hunter's safety certification online. I'm talking about stocking. Are you talking about fishing licenses? Oh, I'm talking about both. What are you talking I'm about? I'm talking about they stock the creek with trout. They, they don't do stock that, creeks. They do that from general taxes. They don't yeah, that comes from that, yeah, specific that's taxes, taxes for... I'm still you don't okay know. with... I'm still okay I, with like I a do. modicum sum, you know, like 10 or $15. Because then that helps to keep the coffers of the organization giving the classes. No, you, uh, no, you know what? Both state and federal government pay just waste so much fucking money. They can learn to budget better. They get enough you, know, you know what they should taxes. do is they should pull themselves up by their bootstraps, buy less coffee, and then oh. they'll be able to afford. No, you know. they don't. Lord. They don't even have. They're hated. <laughs> I, I know. They, I was doing the boomer thing. So much money. I know. I know. I was doing the boomer thing where the boomer tells the zoomer. Yeah. You know. Oh, just stop buying coffee and pull yourself out of your bootstraps. Millennials are kind of insufferable, though. They, they are kind Let's of. Let's be honest. I mean, it's Jayton, so like you know. I think boomer versus millennial that whole conflict. I'm going to side with the boomers, and I am a millennial. You guys are so annoying. You're I'm not... a zennial, technically. Like, I'm a Gen X millennial. Like, I'm right on that cusp before Real, the iPhone really? thing. Really? Really? Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. I, for, I forget I'm... what I am. I think I'm a, am I a Gen X. Oh, no, my I'm God. A... You're Gen X. You're Gen X. There was, was Gen X and then millennial, right? Yes. Correct. And then what, was, be- what was before Gen X? Millennials are also known as Generation Y, because we ask why all the time. And then before Gen X is the uh, Baby Boomers, right? No. Before Gen X is the... Uh... Oh, you know what? It might be Baby Boomers. Boomers are up until like the 60s, and then Gen X is the 60s yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mid-60s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then before the Boomers is the silent generation. Mm-hmm. Greatest generation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Greatest generation. Mm-hmm. I heard it was silent. I think the... Great, the there's like the golden generation, I think, and that's like turn of the century or something. That's like that. turn of the century. It's not a silent, maybe right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Holy anyway, shit! Because you, you don't hear shit about him. Okay, let's spend an hour. Jathan, is that is that your story? Are I mean, I thought it was going to go differently, ducks? but you guys interrupted me so many times. <laughs> it didn't really well, maybe, work out like I, mean, I thought. Maybe it you should have played is, along with the intro to your segment better. This is how you start a story. So. We went to this place, and by the way, there was a squirrel there, and the squirrel was yeah, really cute. So we talk about like and getting groceries, we went to go get and he'll be like, groceries. So I went to the car and wash. We went to the car wash, and then while we were in the car wash, I decided I was going to get a cooler, and I put ice in the cooler, and then I put beer in the ice in the cooler. And then when I got back to the car, I still wasn't done. So then I went back to the grocery store, and I bought binoculars so I could look at ducks <laughs> on the leg. And meanwhile, we're like, where's the story? You know? Jathan, for Christmas... Do you want me to get you a pair of binoculars so you can go duck watching? He does. Absolutely. He wants the DNS for... I don't know why he needs the DNS for... Well, just make sure you don't feed the birds... Or feed the ducks uh, bread. Because it's really bad for them. No, ducks can have bread. Just no, they can't. Just feed rice to bread. They can't. It's really bad for them. It's not bad. It's fine. It gives them really, really bad indigestion. It's fine. It, it'll be okay. They won't explode or anything. And it's not really nutritional for them at all. Corn, it's it's fine. Corn, it's fine. Corn, they won't explode. It's, it's fine. It's okay. No, they won't explode. But like it's unlike, it's really unlike bad birds do when you give them, you know, rice. Seagulls. Seagulls or Alka Seltzer. Alka Seltzer. That's right, yeah. Yeah.
Don't do that either. Do that. Absolutely do that. Don't do that. Don't no, do no, that. Def- definitely that's, do that. That's Absolutely. serial killer shit. Paving with that. That's I mean, I've never that. killed a seagull before, so I wouldn't uh-huh. know what you're talking about. But I mean, okay, same. Well. Most people probably shouldn't have done that before. Yeah. Right. What? You guys haven't killed seagulls before, right? No. Yeah. Same. Okay. I mean, there was that weird incident when I was in California at the same time that seagulls died, but that definitely wasn't me. Mm. I definitely didn't do it. Okay. This has been Sis Minutes Trivia. I'm Brent. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Bate. See you around.